All right. Hello, and welcome back to the Soul Tap podcast. Today's episode is super exciting. Um, well, maybe not super exciting, but I'm really passionate about this podcast episode because it's something that's been on my heart for a while. Um, as I feel like I say in the beginning of every podcast episode, because I think so much about these conversations that I want to have before I actually have them, they kind of marinate with me for a while. Um, so I have a lengthy list of notes over here that I want to go over. We're going to be going over how to protect your mind specifically when it comes to handling haters and adversity, whether it's online or offline. I'm probably going to be referencing more so online just because I do feel like, especially in this day and age, the most haters that we see is in the online space. And I think that there's more haters online because there are a lot of people who just hide behind their keyboards who would never dare say what some of these people are saying online. It's like the craziest stuff, right? Um, and so this podcast is going to be specifically for you. If you are facing adversity now, or maybe if you want to armor up against the adversity that I hate to say it, you're going to inevitably face in your lifetime eventually. Um, this is for you if you have plans of growing with a really deep mission, something so deep on your heart, you have dreams of growing really big with that, um, you're going to face adversity. And if you struggle with believing and trusting yourself and your mission, if you don't have a strong belief system within yourself, this is especially going to be a great podcast episode for you. And I just want to say before I even really get into this is I have to say thank you. I have to say thank you to all of the trolls, all of the haters, all of the people who have, you know, which by the way, are probably not listening or watching this video right now, because the reality is these people are not actually interested in taking the time to get to know you. They're just, you know, running from one person to the next, tearing them down on the internet. But nonetheless, I have to thank them for giving me the motivation and giving me the um, opportunity to even speak on this topic and to hopefully be able to help other people through this, which is exactly what my goal is. It's to use what the enemy meant for evil towards me, especially in the online space with these hate comments and threats and all the things, and to use it for good to encourage and inspire others. The last thing that I want to do is to make anyone afraid of building a community of growing in their life or online or wherever. That's the last thing I want anyone to feel from this podcast episode or from anything that I say. I instead want to encourage you because here's the thing. I'm very open about this. I struggle with my mental health. Um, I've struggled with it my whole life and I armor up against some of the mental health struggles that I deal with every single day on a daily basis. And so I am, I'm just another you. I'm just another person who I feel things. I get emotional. I get torn down some days about this stuff. Like it really eats at me and gets me, um, you know, puts me in a really bad mindset sometimes. And I, I just want to connect with you and let you know that you are not alone on that. Um, but that it's really important for us to keep going and to not quit in the face of adversity. Cause the reality is adversity is going to happen. Like I said before, whether you want it to or not, it's coming for you. Okay. Especially if you're someone who is committed to, growing outside of your comfort zone, whether it's in your career or your relationship or whatever it may be, you are going to face that a form of adversity there if you are committed to, you know, living a, a life of intention and a life of leading yourself. And specifically as Christians, if you're a Christian over here, you know, we are taught to armor up against the real enemy that is against us and specifically that enemy that plays with our mind and our emotions. Um, and we're taught that life is not easy. It's not easy. So through all of this, it, this is not me sugarcoating that, 
you know, some of this stuff isn't hard. Like it really, it really can be really difficult, especially, um, especially with the topic that I'm going to be going over today. One thing that I wanted to point out too is this quote from Pastor Mike Todd. He's one of my favorite pastors. One of his sermons, he says, don't quit in the pit. And I love that because like I said, it's so easy to quit when you're in the face of adversity. That's when most people do quit. And you know what? The people who are, you know, the people that we look up to, they have the only way that people become successful and achieve a high rank of success in life, whatever that may mean, is by getting through the adversity, getting through the challenging moments. There's not one person, one person who is successful or influential who has not faced adversity before. And I believe that it is the adversity, it is the attacks that we we get on ourselves um, that creates us to be the person that we're meant to be for other people. And we just have to like move through that, right? If you guys are on live, feel free to interact with this too. I know this is more of a formal podcast episode that I'm recording over here, but please feel free to interact. I still um, would love to make this conversational. Um, what else do I have here in my lengthy list of notes? Oh, the one thing too, uh, if you have adversity or if you have haters per se or whatever it is, know that this is a really good sign. It's really good. I've, although I struggle with it still, and we're going to get to that, although I sometimes still struggle with, you know, some of the stuff that can, come, that can come up, especially online on social media, I have been working on transforming that into realizing, wait, this is so good. Because guess what? If you didn't put yourself out there on the field, to even receive the comments in the first place, then you're probably sitting in your comfort zone and you're probably not doing what you need to do in order to grow. And so I'm, I actually kind of get excited and a little motivated to be able to take those hits because I know that it's happening for a good reason, because it means that you're standing out amongst the crowd. Most likely um, you're going against the norm maybe, and you're also standing up for something. And I absolutely love the quote that says, if you stand for everything, you stand for nothing. I think that's so true. And from one recovering people pleaser to maybe another on the opposite end of this screen, um, yeah, that that definitely rings true. There have been so many times in my life where I've been so consumed with making sure everyone else is comfortable and making sure everyone else is pleased that I didn't really stand for anything. And it's when I started to break those habits that I started to experience the worst adversity of my life. But again, it's a really good sign because we're not all meant to um, agree with each other. We're not all meant to please one another and you're not meant to please everyone. That's just never going to happen. And I believe that the sooner that we realize that, the better. And that's a practice. Um, and I think that's pretty much all for this page. Okay. All right. So now I kind of want to get, get, get into um, how to actually deal with these people in your life who are harvesting negativity, whether it is people online or maybe even people in your personal life. Why exactly do people hate? I studied psychology in school, so I'm always so intrigued by why people act the way they act and why people do the things they do. Like, I just want to know. And I won't lie, sometimes that eats me alive when I can't figure it out. And haters have been a really hard one for me because that's something that I can't connect with and I cannot relate with. I've never intentionally um, hated on someone and said some of the stuff that was said to me. And I try so hard to understand it, but it's so hard to. Um, one thing too, before I get into this though, I want to make it clear that I think that there's a difference between disagreement and hatred, right? There, there's a, there's a difference there. You can disagree for sure. You can disagree in dignity. Um, you know, some of the closest people that I have in my life, I disagree on topics with, but 
They don't hate me for it. We don't hate each other for it. We don't put each other down because of that, right? And there's a difference between someone being skeptical about what you're sharing or maybe having questions or maybe giving constructive criticism um, versus someone just being downright hateful, negative, coming after you, attacking you, attacking your personal beliefs, attacking your, your, you know, you as a person. That is a completely different story. So that's what I'm really talking about when I'm talking about like haters over here today. So why do people hate? I listed this out. A lot of times they are projecting, right? And I want to share a story with you. Um, I had posted a something on TikTok. It was something in regards to holistic health. And I had this really negative comment about, you know, it said something along the lines of like, you know, you're prying on sick people. You want people to be sick or something like that. And like, what? This doesn't even make sense, right? But of course I felt kind of hurt about it. I was like, what how does someone think this of me? What are they what what are they thinking, right? And um oops, sorry. No. And um I went to this person's page because I was curious. I was like, what, what, what is this person talking about? When I went to their page, I saw that it was actually someone who's suffering with cancer right now. And almost immediately, I was able to posture myself differently within that situation because I was able to see, oh, okay, this is someone who's hurting really bad physically, emotionally, mentally in ways that I, I could not even understand. And so this has nothing to do with me. This comment has nothing to do with me and everything to do with what this person is going through. And I was really simply able to feel more empathetic, which is a note for later that I'm going to get into. Another reason that people hate is because they're they're not really reacting to you, right? Like I just said, a lot of these comments, people aren't reacting to what you're saying or who you are, but they're reacting to something that you ignited within them that maybe makes them feel defensive or makes them feel just some type of way. So they, you know, spew a negative comment back in hopes that it will, you know, make them feel better, I guess. And sometimes it, it seems like it's coming out on you, but it's actually because you've ignited something within them that has, again, nothing to do with you. And it's really hard to believe and understand this in the moment. I completely understand that. Um, I have a lot of comments that come my way from people who are not healthy individuals who, and what I could imagine and what I infer is that the, the way that I lead my life, the way that I lead my health, the way that I, you know, educate on holistic health and, and being healthy and all the things, it stirs something up in them. It pokes something in them that makes them feel defensive for their current life situation. And so instead of, you know, scrolling past it, they feel that anger, they feel whatever's coming up within them and they spew a comment, right? Nothing to do with me. Um, they're bored. People are just bored. More often than not, these people are just bored. They want to create some sort of drama. They're not they're not actively working on something within their own lives that's productive, productive use of time. And so instead, they're just, you know, trying to fill this boredom, right? Uh, people are also craving attention, right? Especially nowadays, especially nowadays within these past few years, when we've been more isolated than ever, loneliness has reached an all-time high. People are so lonely, and sometimes that comes out in ways that are, you know, not favored, not not fun, um, you know, within negative comments. Another thing is, and I kind of already said this, but they're not taking action of their own lives, and so they feel threatened when they see someone else doing what they very well could be doing and maybe even should be doing. They feel threatened by that. So it's a defense mechanism to act with hatred than to act with love. And instead of being inspired by, you know, what they're seeing or what they're learning, 
they want to do that. And so these are just some of my inferences. I'm sure there are many more. Um, and again, there's maybe some that I don't even understand, you know? So uh, now how to actually handle them. <laughs> okay. I'm not really the greatest at handling the haters. I won't lie because I am just really starting to um, grow in a way that's even attracting these people. Um, but I'll share first some of the mistakes I've made and ways to not handle them. Now, to give you a background, I'm someone who, um, I can get heated. I can get really heated. <laughs> I have that Italian blood running through me. If you're familiar with Ayurveda, my dosha, I lean more towards being a pitta. I can get kind of like fiery. And um, one of the things that I'm not proud of, but it's it's something that when I'm imbalanced can definitely happen, is I can be really sharp and very quick with my words. And that can obviously not lead to great situations. It could even hurt people. And so my first reaction when I have someone, you know, make a hateful comment, the first thing I want to do is like just spit back, not literally, but like spit back, whether it's like spitting back facts to defend myself or just, just, you know, arguing with them and just maybe even saying like, something rude that's like kind of sarcastic, right? That is honestly like, I, I have done that. I am totally admitting to that and not proud of that, but that's something that definitely has come out of me before. And I've learned that that usually is never, never the way. So um, we'll talk about boundaries in a second there, but I do have a boundary with myself that has helped me with that way of being. Um, so how to not handle haters? Don't argue back. Don't argue back don't defend yourself. Don't feel like you need to prove a point because the point is they don't want you to, to, they, they don't want to hear it. They, they want an, uh, something out of you, right? That's why they poke. They, they get excited when you give them that attention that they're maybe craving or, you know, give them, fulfill that, that boredom that they're feeling when you answer back to them, but they don't actually want to get to know you. They don't care about that most of the time. Um, so you don't have to defend yourself or prove yourself. And you definitely don't need to be getting angry outwardly at them. Okay. So how to actually handle the haters. Now I talked about that boundary that I have with myself. I dealt with something a few weeks ago over on TikTok. TikTok is like a crazy place. It is. Now the positive is it's an amazing place to grow. I fostered so many relationships and a really great community over there. But here's the thing that I have a hard time with, with like reels and, and TikToks and those like short videos is people are making judgments on you based on like 15 second videos. And so, so see this oil thing behind me, those of you on the podcast don't see this because you're listening to audio, um, but there's an oil shelf behind me. And so if I'm doing anything in front of this oil shelf, and even if it has nothing to do with essential oils, I've gotten comments before being like, oh, it's an essential oil person, snake oils. Ugh. And um, do you like my my interpretation of what the trolls sound like? But um, And it's like the video could have nothing to do with that. But within 15 seconds, you've made an inference of who you think I am and what I'm about, and you know nothing of that, right? So that's something that can be really challenging about TikToks and Reels. However, if you're aware of that being the truth, then you're like, oh, this person has no idea what the truth is. So I, what's the, like, I don't care, right? You learn to not care, I promise. Um, but a boundary that I have with myself, I love boundaries. I actually, um, I was dealing with something a couple weeks ago, like I was saying, that was just really difficult over there on TikTok. There was just, a, there was a, there was a situation. It was like not fun. It was a lot of haters. And I, um, 
I made a, I wish I had it with me, but my journal's not with me right now. I made a social media, um, like personal policy for myself. And on that personal policy is that I do not react to comments on social media when I am heated. I give myself at least two hours if I, if I feel that like heated reaction. Now, do I always follow that? No. Do I work on it? Yes. Right. Because I'm human. Um, but that's something that's definitely been really helpful because the thing is when you give yourself time, just like any other situation, right. You know, I do this also in my relationship when David and I are arguing, sometimes I need a hot minute or a hot couple hours to just walk away for a sec and then come back to it. And your mind is more clear. You're postured a little bit differently. You give yourself a little bit of time to pray. Um, and you come back as a better version of yourself or the version of yourself that, you know, you know, is more capable of handling that. Um, so another thing that I think is really important, and this is something I struggle with, is um, determining what the person who's commenting negatively on your life or on your your content, determine what they are trying to do. You know, if it's someone who I see as an opportunity, maybe I can help them. Like maybe if I kill them with kindness, I can help them. Now, as you're probably listening to this, like, that's a dangerous line to to walk on because believe what people show you, right? So there's sometimes where that kind of like mentality comes in where I'm like, I'm going to help this person. I'm going to be the change. I'm going to be the difference. And, you know, more times than not, that's doesn't work that way. But I, I have seen before where there might be a comment um, who maybe it is someone who th- they say something that's not necessarily like super offensive, but it's not kind. And I've reacted before in a way that was kind back to them and they've softened. And especially when you are able to understand them and see them, I think that sometimes there is a time and place for that. Now, I also think that most of the time, unfortunately, especially when there's like just a mean comment, like coming after you as a person, attacking you as a person, like swearing, saying like mean names and stuff like that. I have no room for that. I literally don't care what you're going through block and delete goodbye. Like that is just, there, there's a line, right. That needs to be drawn. Um, but I think that it's important to empathize, find empathy where we can and understand where people are coming from. And that helps to also shift the position of your heart. Like I was talking about earlier with that cancer patient, my heart shifted immediately once I understood the magnitude of, of the actual situation at hand. Right. Um, and so I, I do think that that is important to do. And really, like I said, like killing them with kindness, which also is just not my strong trait. Like I, I want to, I, my first reaction, I want to fight with these people. I do. I want to prove a point. I want to be right. I want to just, <clears throat> I, I kind of, is it bad to say sometimes I want to hurt them? Not, not physically, not physically hurt them, but like, I want to, I want to call out the issues. I want to call out like your a troll on the internet, internet, what troll academy did you go to? Like, I want to say those things, but I know that that is just so unproductive. And it also is like, how does that represent me? Right. How does that represent me as a person? Um, uh, then also too, I don't know if people know this, but on Instagram, especially there's a lot of different features that you can utilize to protect yourself and protect your mental space, which is the whole point of this is like, if this goes unmanaged, you know, it can really eat away at your mental health and your mental stability. And then of course, when that happens, that's dangerous because maybe you're going to quit what you're set out to do, or maybe you, um, 
you know, maybe you're not going to show up the way that you're supposed to show up because of these negative situations. And so there are some boundaries that you can make on social media, which I'm super passionate about. So I want to talk about restricting people and blocking people. I already talked about blocking people. It's literally like if if someone's not welcome in your house, think about your social media as your house, right? You lock the door. They're not allowed in. They don't have a key. Goodbye. Sayonara, right? Time and place for that. Honestly, I would say most of the time, most of the time I'm blocking people who are leaving these comments, unfortunately. Um, then there's also the restrict option. So the restrict option, I have, I have a lot of people restricted who they can still, um, my block list is so long, Elisa. Yeah, mine is too. It's getting a little wild, but the restrict option is, um, you are able to restrict people and they can still message you. They can still comment on your stuff. They can still see everything that you're posting, but if they were to comment, um, only you and them would be able to see that comment, no one else. And so honestly, I sometimes kind of use this as like, if I feel like, like someone, like I kind of said before, obviously this is so situational depending on the person, the situation, but if there's someone who I'm like, okay, they're not like completely filled with hate. They're not completely offensive, but I definitely don't want them to, you know, take over my comment section, right? I I definitely want to protect myself from that. Not even just for myself, but for the people that, you know, love me and care for me. And I don't, my mom follows me on Instagram and, and my aunts and my uncles and cousins and people that I love, my friends, my family. I don't want them to see something that could potentially also hurt them and then have them worrying about me or worrying. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's protection for everyone. Right. And so those two features are really great. Something on TikTok too, I will say, I did this a couple weeks ago. I had a video go viral and it was like, it was so overwhelming for me. Like there was thousands of comments rolling in and thousands of followers. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is like, honestly, kind of, (laughs) kind of scary how fast you can grow on these platforms. And so I uh, disabled my, or I didn't disable my comments, but there's a, there's an option, option on TikTok where you can filter the comments. And so I've decided that when I have a video that might be popping off like that, instead of feeling so overwhelmed by, oh my gosh, all these comments are coming in and I can't control them and whatever, take control of the situation and filter through those comments before they're even able to be commented. And then when I don't have a video going viral, I take that off and I, you know, kind of let it do whatever it's doing. And these are just protective mechanisms. You know, if you need to do that, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, I think a, a big thing too is to transform the negative emotions that you might be feeling towards these situations towards something that is more productive. So you're watching me do it right here. I'm making a podcast episode to in hopes to help people with this situation instead of dwelling on on all these situations, right? On all these these people because then, you know, I think it's important to understand that this is a distra- that's a distraction, right? That's a form of distraction because so much time can pass by. I've done it where you're spiraling, you know, whether it's arguing back with someone or just going down the rabbit hole of your own comment section or, or whatever, like you can spiral. It's so easy to spiral and lose track of time and be so distracted on these apps. And, um, this is a podcast episode for another time, but I have very strict boundaries with my phone. I turn my phone off a lot. Airplane mode is my best friend and it has protected and helped my mind in more ways than I can even, you know, tell you. So 
podcast for another time. Let me know if that's something you'd be interested in. Um, okay, we're wrapping up here soon. But the another thing is to build a higher belief in yourself and what you stand for. I think that sometimes the reason why um, comments can get to us so deeply is because we we have some sort of doubt within us, whether it's about us and our abilities or what we what we're standing for, what we're doing, right? But when you are really developed and you really understand what you're doing and who you are, which by the way takes time, um, you you are going to be so much better off. And the thing is, if you don't have a high belief in yourself and what you do you're going to be more susceptible to believing the lies of the spiritual enemy, but also the lies that are in the comment sections from people who don't even know you. If I believed what was said about me in some of these comment sections, then I would believe that I'm not a Christian. Um, let's see what else has been said. Oh, I believe that I worship uh, the devil because I practice yoga. I would believe that I pry on sick people and I want people to be sick. So but backwards. Um, I would believe, um, I believe that I'm a racist. I haven't called racist before. I believe like really horrible things about myself. And I, I have at some points, like, especially when I was first starting to deal with this in my life, you, when you're insecure in some way, or you don't have that high level of belief, you do start to believe it. And that's really, really, really dangerous. And so what are some ways that we can develop ourselves to have this higher belief in ourselves? Like I said, it takes so much time and I'm not by any means, you know, arrived there. It's, it's a consistent practice, but I do have a high belief in myself and what I do. Number one is to educate yourself more. If you are standing up for something, you know, for me, I stand up for holistic health. Um, I am really passionate about Ayurveda and essential oils and yoga and my faith. And when I'm, you know, rubbed up against with these, we, with these topics, what I do instead is I try to say, okay, can I educate myself further on this? That way I feel more equipped if this were to happen again. So for example, yoga and Christianity are apparently two things that don't mix. I didn't know that until I started teaching, um, you know, talking about it online and then saw what manifested from that. And in the beginning, I remember being like, oh my gosh, am I doing something wrong? And I was believing these comments that these people were saying. Um, and I said, you know what? Let me research it. Let me research it. Let me also listen to my own conviction that God is giving me, which is, you know, so, so profound and so important to be tuned into. And now I feel really equipped with that conversation because I took more time. I was more diligent with learning those things, um, especially with doTERRA and essential oils. When you first start and you feel like you don't know anything and you feel maybe inadequate, maybe you feel like an imposter, learn more, learn more, research more, get into it because that is going to be what equips you to have a higher belief in what you do. And then as far as, you know, developing yourself and the belief within yourself, read books, listen to podcasts. This podcast episode right here hopefully gives you a better idea of how to do that. Um, maybe go to leadership seminars or, you know, attend events that you are called into action to practice your belief system and develop your belief system. Surround yourself with people who lift you up and surround yourself with people who actually know you in person. It is so ridiculous how fast on social media you can just, you know, spiral into believing that 
the, we focus on the negative and we could focus on believing all these negative things that are said about us from these people that have no idea who we truly are. These people who have never met us even in real life. These people who have never actually even had a conversation with us one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's in person or online, right? So why are we listening to those people, right? I know guys, it's so hard. Like I'm right here with you. It's like, why, why do we do that? I don't know. Um, another thing is pray on it, right? I, if if you're a follower of Jesus, you know that Jesus went through the most adversity ever, right? And, and that gives me hope within my faith and within my own beliefs that, okay, I, I know that the person who died for me on the cross went through so much more than I could ever even imagine. And I also know that that same spirit lives within me. And I, I know that I have that strength within me to get through anything that comes my way, any form of adversity that comes my way because of that. So, you know, holding on to your faith is really important. Get outside. Okay. Get outside. I don't even mean physically outside. Just get outside, shut your phone off and get outside into the real world and see, oh wait, this is completely different than what's going on online. Okay. Over on the podcast, I'm about to lose you because I only have 30 minutes on here for some reason. So, um, if you want to listen to more of this, go over to Instagram.